Hello, hello. Welcome to Pish Posh Pages, your favorite no-strings-attached book club podcast. Here's how it works. I'll release short podcast episodes after I finish books. There's no set schedule, no required reading, and no rules. I want to turn my solo activity of reading into more of a conversation. I love hearing other people's thoughts and opinions on books, so now you'll get mine too. <laughs> Looking for book recs? Want to know my big takeaways from my recent reads? Want to hear what I loved or hated about the last book I read? You'll find out all that here at Pish Posh Pages. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I'm excited to have you a part of the club. Now, let's talk books. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Pish Posh Pages. I am Lindsay, your host, and today I'm talking about a thriller called Baby Teeth by Zoya Stage. That is spelled Z-O-J-E stage. So if you're looking for her, it's also in the title and the description. You guys already know all that, but I just had to tell you how you spell her name because it's interesting. So Baby Teeth is a thriller. Oh my god, it's so good. I have been loving this idea, this trope, this theme, this plot, I don't know what you call it, but of the evil child. So one of my favorite books that I read in 2020, maybe 2020. 2021, I think, is when I read The Push. Uh, loved The Push by Ashley Audrain. And then recently I read The Perfect Child by Lucinda Berry. Both of those have this idea or theme of a child that may be evil. Uh, and it is just great. This book goes right along with those two. So good. So good. Pieces of it were almost like horror, but then pieces of it kind of... Tor- uh, leaned towards like family drama like sometimes it was like horror story almost scary and sometimes it was like okay this is just like more of a normal family dealing with a very hard thing but no it was definitely thriller uh we did not really get into like the depths of horror but we thought maybe we we're gonna go in that direction like possibility of like demon possession this like fear that's going on uh it's talking about like mental illness it's just like so much so much goodness so I'm gonna tell you a little bit about it if you have heard about the push or the perfect child then you already kind of know a little bit of what I'm saying here but the story is about Suzette who is the mom and Hannah who is the daughter she is about seven years old she has been a real problem. Uh, She is not verbal. She will not go to school. When they take her to school, um, it's not just that she won't communicate, it's that she does really bad things to be kicked out of school intentionally, uh, including setting a trash can on fire, uh, injuring other students, that kind of stuff. The really interesting thing about this book is that we do get to hear from Hannah's perspective and uh, another book that I've read that I've enjoyed reading that was from a perspective of somebody who's like very young is Room by Emma Donahue. That one is like not, it's dark and twisted in its own way but not the child being dark and twisted but uh, I enjoyed reading from Hannah's point of view. That way you kind of learned her intentions towards things. If we just hear from the mother's point of view you could definitely see like oh she's just being crazy like she's overlooking this or whatever like there's so many different possibilities but getting Hannah's perspective of why she's committing these acts is 
so important to the story and I'm so thankful that it was written that way. Uh, so what else do we need to talk about with this book? Basically, I told you that Hannah will not go to school every time they take her, she gets kicked out. Uh, and the dad, I don't even remember his name. He's just an annoying loser, our dad. I think his name is Paul, but I don't care. Uh, dad goes to work every day, of course, leaving mom and daughter at home to do homeschooling, etc. And at a certain point, Suzette is in danger because Hannah really does not like her mom. She doesn't want her mom there. She wants her dad all to herself. She thinks her life would be better if her mom died, went away, etc. So that is the story. <laughs> I'm not going to give you any spoilers, but the really interesting thing, I did not even read all of the questions at the end of the book. There are book club questions there, but the first one I read that really made me think about the entire book differently was basically asking, do you think that Hannah is evil or mentally ill or just a regular child? And I was like, wait a second she's definitely evil, but there, it really, really is close to the line in some of these spots. I think her intentions make her evil, malicious, where there are plenty of other children who like, have the same symptoms or nonverbal or even they're nonverbal and, you know, may act out in certain ways, but the intent is not there like it is with Hannah. So those are my thoughts. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I want to read more books by this author. I saw another book by her that is on Kindle Unlimited. This book is on Kindle Unlimited, by the way, uh, is called Mothered. But it's like during COVID-19 and like has to do with quarantine and stuff. And I don't know if I'm really into that, but I am just, this book was great. It was so good. I love these really, really dark, twisted reads. You guys know I do. And specifically these ones surrounding children. Oh, very, very good. So I'm going to read you a one-star review and a five-star review from the public. I was finding a lot more four-star reviews than five. I was kind of surprised about that, but I'll read you some reviews here. So here's a one-star review from Rachel H. Subject line is boring with a very non-exciting ending. I was very disappointed in this book. It was okay in the beginning, but most of it was not believable and quite silly. There is a recording device on your phone that the mother never uses, and the whole dynamic between the mother and father becomes frustrating. The ending is even worse as it's not really an ending. Not creative or surprising. I would not recommend this book. Okay. Two things from this review I gotta mention. Let's talk about the recording. Yes, I was also annoyed with Suzette. Like, use your freaking phone, record this, get a camera in your... But I think Hannah was smart enough to know if she was being recorded, but like, ah, oh, yes, yes. That was definitely a frustration in the book. Like, use your phone, get a baby monitor, get something to record this kid who's being evil. Yes, yes, I agree. Um... What I do not agree with is like, it was not believable. Like this is a thriller, this is horror, this is like, what do you mean not believable? What do you mean? And I have seen, I have seen firsthand children act in ways very close to this. I would not say this is so out of the realm of possibility. That's what I'll say. <sighs> I don't agree with that one star review. I don't, but 
Y'all already know that. I love this book. So here is a five-star review by Ariel Zakowski. Subject line is amazing, compelling, I couldn't put it down. This is a long one, so buckle up. This book was incredibly compelling, extremely suspenseful, emotional, thoughtful, intelligent, and juicy. As a mother of two young girls, I could relate to some of Suzette's concerns about being the best mother she could be. It was also interesting to see the perspectives of the two main characters, how they viewed the same events in different ways. The suspense. Oh my god. Usually books don't grab me and keep me dangling in the air, but this one did. And the characters were fleshed out enough that it made the reader care about their fates. I also liked that this book had a lot of interesting information about a wide variety of topics, such as Crohn's disease, the Swedish language and cultural traditions, architecture, mental illness, and alternative education. And the emotional pulse of the book was strong, too. It had many great insights and observations about relationships of different kinds and how we see ourselves and others. Not to mention, it was just an all-around blast to read, too. Reading Hannah's chapters could be uncomfortable at times because of just how diabolical she was, as well as the least sympathetic character I've ever read, except maybe Patrick Bateman. I don't know Patrick Bateman. Maybe I need to look that up. But it was necessary to the story to convey the extent of her evil. Agreed. I also found Alex, Alex, not Paul, sorry, Alex is the husband. I also found Alex to be the most unrealistically clueless, but it's not like some real life parents haven't been blind to their children's awfulness. Honestly, I couldn't recommend this more. I'm in the middle of reading The Girl on the Train, A Simple Favor, and Pet Cemetery, all of which I started reading way before I started Baby Teeth, and I've already ripped through Baby Teeth without picking up the others once during my time reading this. Okay, Alex, let's talk about the husband. It's always the husband. (sighs) This is a theme in these books. Is my wife telling the truth or is my wife crazy? And Alex falls right into his box of clueless husband. And this is, I don't think this is unrealistic at all. I don't think it is at all. Hell, I totally don't think it is. As somebody who, I have somebody in my family who is nonverbal, who did act out, not in these evil ways, not even close, but sometimes, I mean, not even just kids who are nonverbal, but kids act differently around different people. I saw this child in my life act differently around me than they did uh, other people, for sure, 100%. Thousand percent. So I do not think this was unrealistic in the slightest, but that's just me based on my own experience. I thought it was interesting that this person gave this a five-star review and they are a mother of two children. I never recommend these kind of books to mothers. I don't. Even though it's something I like, I just could not do that. I couldn't recommend it to a mother and be like, read this and <laughs> like have them hate it or have like oh nightmares or whatever about their kid. Like I could not. But this is a mom and she liked it. So that just shows you it's a good book. I don't know. So if you're a mom, I'm not recommending this book to you personally, but that's that's on you. If you want to read it after this whole description about everything, that's on you. If you do read it, I hope you love it and you don't hate me. I would say my one gripe with this book is that in Hannah's chapters, once again, Hannah is the child in the scenario, um, her voice and her vocabulary, sometimes it seemed like it was very young and sometimes it seemed like it was older. 
Um, but I think that it kind of made sense because she was definitely advanced, you know, mentally, she knew what was going on. And it also kind of gave you that little bit of like, is this somebody possessing her? Or is this actually her? It kind of went back and forth between that, that you don't really know when you're reading through the chapters. And also, uh, you know, she is while she is advanced, she is also stunted because she does not interact with other kids. She kind of lives in a fantasy, like in her own land or in her own mind. She doesn't communicate with people outside of her own head. So some of the things that she says is going to be what a three or four year old might be thinking, whereas some of the stuff that she says is going to be a lot more advanced as well because she's on her own. She's thinking through all these things. So the voice, it kind of made, it was, that was one part that was kind of like unbelievable and like so are you like does she have the mind of like a three or four year old or like a seven year old or like a 12 year old or like an adult like it was kind of hard to tell there but I got past that and enjoyed the rest of the book so that was kind of one little gripe I had with everything <laughs> okay that's my thoughts on this book it was incredible I loved it I want to read more from this author I'm a little concerned about reading more from this author because like this one was so good and like this specific I just keep calling it a trope, even though I don't know if that's the right word. But this specific idea of, like, the evil child is something I enjoy. So if we have something that's, like, not in that, like, we've got a different kind of thriller, I don't know how much I'm going to like it, but I think I'll risk it. I will read another book by Zoe... Shoot, I just looked up her name. Zoya Stage. <laughs> Later this year. I'm really thinking I will. That's it. That's it for the episode. You can tell how much I love this one. Sometimes I talk a lot about the book when I don't like it, and sometimes I talk a lot about the book when I do like it. Uh, so this was one of those ones where I really did like it, and I have a lot to talk about. Sometimes when I really like a book, there's not much to say, especially when I don't want to spoil anything. I don't think there's spoilers in this book. It will take you on a journey. So there you go. I hope you are enjoying whatever it is you are reading right now. You can always find me on Bookstagram at Pish Posh Pages, on my website, pishposhpodcast.com, and I will be back next time to talk about more books. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pish Posh Pages. If you loved it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Spotify or just share wherever you listen to podcasts. Also follow our bookstagram, Instagram, whatever you want to call it, at Pish Posh Pages for more book talk. We want to have more people in our No Strings Attached book club. I'm so glad that you were here and we'll be talking about more books next time. See you soon and happy reading.